elevating the news. This is 6035 Media. Hey everybody, I'm Brian Grossman, Executive Editor here at 6035 Magazine. This is the 6035, the weekly show that recaps everything you need to know in the news. Guests in studio today are Food Editor Matthew Schnipper and Managing Editor Helen Lewis. And we're talking about yaks. We are. <laughs> it's not that funny, guys. <laughs> well, it's just the easiest intro of It's just a furry animal, that's yeah. all. Uh, welcome everybody to the 6035. You're supposed to say, oh, thanks. For oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh. no, it's, it's so good to be here. <laughs> yeah, there we go. To talk about yaks, yaks. with you both. Yes. Yes, thank you. Uh, yes. Matt, why are we talking about yaks? Well, I happened to discover a herd of them and divide. Now, let me, let me change that word. I'm sorry. Discover sounds very pioneering. I, yep. They've been there a while. I just happened to find out about it recently. Um, people have been driving by them on the highway. You can see them from the highway just before you get to like Paradox Brewing up on the hill there. They're on the left. You can see the land. Teller County. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're going to see cows. And then people have started to notice these shaggy or furrier creatures that are really cute. Those are the yaks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually uh, Double Eagle Ranch. Um, and there's a company called PBJ Cattle Company that are running yak and beef on that land. That land is part of the Palmer Land Trust, so it's protected for forever and ever, um, which is really cool. It's about a thousand acres. You can see Pikes Peak on the horizon behind it. It's beautiful land. Um, there's some uh, county land. There's another farm. Uh, there's like a little housing development behind it. But that that stretch right there is just really awesome high altitude grassland, somewhere around a little over nine thousand feet. Um, and that is actually what I came to learn is the perfect. Uh, altitude for yak because they come from the Himalayas. They run them there in the Tibetan plateau and they are uniquely adapted for high altitude. Uh, in fact, I was told they they don't do well below like 6,000 feet or so at the wrong season. They, they actually can't live at that altitude. It'll be way too hot for them. Mm. Um, they're so uniquely adapted to high altitude that like their lungs are even twice as big. Their organs are bigger, things like that. Um, I came to learn a lot about these animals. I would like to consider myself an expert. Yeah. So ask me anything about yak. Yeah. Actually, please don't. I'll, I'll, I'll refer you to. What is the gestation period for a. Yes, I will yeah. refer you to uh, Jessica Burton and her dad, Bob. They're the uh, owners of PBJ Cattle Company, uh, who I met, and they are the two that are running these, these animals. Um, and what's really cool, too, they're using humane practices that were developed by Dr. Temple Grandin. Uh, she's the world-renowned autism expert, and she mm-hmm. also designed all the slaughterhouses and things to make them more humane. Mm-hmm. Um, so they took her blueprints to design their ranch and facilities. So... Um, Honestly, I know this sounds like silly or cliche or something, but these look like really, really happy animals. Yeah. Uh, mm. Like ridiculous. We, we we drove up in this little side-by-side and got out. No, we didn't take horses. I was a little bit disappointed. I wanted to ride up on horses, <laughs> so I'll be honest with you. But we took the side-by-side. Um, and the animals just came right up to it. They knew we had little treats with us. And they they were just all over. It was great. Like they were, you know, all around us. We could just hand them little treat cakes, some little nutrients or whatever, they would take them right out of our hand. And there was this one cow, it's in the story, you can read about it, but this one cow named Pumpkin, who was like a lap dog, I swear, she just came right up and would just brush up against you. I was trying to take pictures, she kept nuzzling my camera. And you could hug on her, you could pet her, you could, you know, 
pet her face a lot. It, it, she was just like adorable. Like I, I've never had such a unique personal interaction with a cow before. And I left being like, can I, can I take this one home with me? Can you just drop her off? Like I'll watch TV with her tonight or something. I mean, <laughs> so that one's a cow, not a yak. That's a cow, not they a yak. Hang out uh, together. They do hang out yeah, together. Yeah. I was going to ask if you meant a yak cow. It, do they, do they, no, no. Do they call them different things? Um, Again, I'm going to refer you to Jessica. I don't know about that, but um, so yeah, no, they, they do hang out together. Yeah. Um, there, they, there's even a couple like Longhorn and other breeds there that are sort of like uh, protective cows for the herd. Mm. Um, but what I came to learn was that they'll they'll graze the, the beef first. They want to come in and eat the nice, fresh, sweet grass, and then they'll take the yak in behind them to eat up all the weeds and other stuff that the cows didn't eat. Hmm. So there's a nice little uh, synchronicity going on there uh, or synergy for the land. It's better for the land where uh, Jessica was telling me they're trying to get rid of invasive grass species. So the yaks are actually going to help with that. They're going to mow down all that mm-hmm. stuff, kind of like the goats they bring in every year to do like uh, mm-hmm. Bear Creek Park or whatever. Similar to that. So yaks aren't picky. I guess their diet is so limited in the Himalayas that they'll eat just about anything. Mm-hmm. See, I have learned that about yaks. Mm-hmm. Um so they like this area. Um, what is it outside today? Like 20s, really windy, not pleasant. I was I walking downtown. Yeah, my face hurts still. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the perfect weather for these guys. They yep. love it up there when it's super cold, bitter cold. Um, and so, yeah, they're just extremely hardy creatures. Um, they they actually are smaller than cows. Mm-hmm. All that extra bulk you're looking at um, is actually just the, the fur. Did and you all the say, extra too, stuff. that they don't sweat? Did I read, I read that? that that they don't really yeah. have functional sweat glands, yeah. uh, which is why, again, they, like, they, they can't live at low the, altitude. Yeah, yeah. about the cold. Um, but, you know, what I thought was really cool about this story, so we did this when we did our State of Plate episode five. We talked about local food, the importance of buying local, uh, environmental sustainability, all those aspects of, of the local production. And mm-hmm. that was really what was exciting for me to learn about this was – we have this awesome product coming just right up the hill. Um, and I, I suspect we're going to see this on more menus soon when chefs find out about they could be getting this at a competitive price point. Um, and this meat is is unique. We, that part of the story I spent talking about just the difference between yak and beef. Everyone's going to want to know what does it taste like. Um, I read a lot about the nutrition. So right off the bat, it's 40% more protein than beef by, by volume or whatever, mm-hmm. um, high in omegas and low in cholesterol and saturated fats and triglycerides. So they're calling it a very heart-healthy, uh, lean meat. Mm-hmm. And in every way we handled it, I took some samples down and cooked with a chef, which is in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole time you're handling this, you, you just know it's a very different product. So um, my idea was to – I reached out to – uh, James Africano at the warehouse, reason being he's really worked with game a lot in the past. He worked mm-hmm. at Ted Turner's Ranch down in New Mexico. So I just said, hey, can I bring this by? Let's let's cook. Let's play in the kitchen. And he was game for it. Um, game. Game, yeah. You see, the, yeah, the gamey is the, the first impression. Everyone says, is it going to be gamey? And apparently I just assume it's it not would be, gamey. but it's not. Yeah. No, no. My fr- when I first tried it at this food truck, which is where I discovered it at Woodland Park called Margaret's Munchies, and that is also in the story, um, I my first impression was a bit kind of like bison, again, because it's very lean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the bison's a sort of fair comparison on that point. But it's also described as um, sweeter. That's like a word I've, I've seen a lot of people use. Uh, in relation to yak, don't think about cloying sweetness. We're not talking about your morning latte or anything like with candy on it. Like it's just that finished flavor has a little bit of that. We use the word sort of like musky, musty, grassy. Mm. There's something a little bit different there, not off-putting at all. Um, And I guess that finished flavor, yeah, it just has, it's elusive. It's hard to like pin down the exact terminologies for this. But um, anyway, uh, when I cooked with uh, Chef James, 
the moment you pull the, the meat you out made, of the package. You made burgers. Yeah, we made yeah. burgers, ribeye, and filet. Uh, mm-hmm. And so looking at each product just as they were, the yak meat was easily identifiable because it's super pink on the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a really almost like purplish pink, like mm-hmm. just very bright. And we have some pictures, I think, on lo- the story online mm-hmm. with this. Um, even on the grill, you can notice a difference. It doesn't take on grill marks because – uh, unlike the beef where it's like sweating a lot of fat out, which then caramelizes and makes those grill marks, it's so lean. It doesn't really sweat much. It doesn't lose any, any moisture. So there's no grill marks. Um, and it's important if you go buy this, which you can at the ranch or at Ranch Foods Direct, you can pick up some of this. If you're going to cook with this at home, the advice is cook to temperature, not to color. Because you're going to be con- confused and you're going to think, oh, it's so rare right now. And you're going to overcook, overcook it. it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so... Uh, even off the grill, once we started to cut into pieces, like just don't let the color fool you. Um, it, again, if you look at the picture we have in the in the story, it's it's so bright and pink. It mm-hmm. looks very very rare. Um, it's not. It's super delicious. Um, and so yeah, between a fillet, a ribeye, and some ground beef, we just tested all the different you know textures and flavors and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, had a lot of fun with that. And I will tell you the one secret we learned was if you are going to do burgers with this. Um, blue cheese all the way. There's mm. something really magical that happens with that like funkiness that's in a blue cheese that, that pairs with that, let's just say yackiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just this brilliant flavor. Um, and that was, I'll give credit, you know, again, credit to, to James Africano on that one. Um, we, as we were experimenting with it, he threw that sandwich together. Um, and actually on that particular example too, he put some like pineapple I was relish, some pineapple red onion. onion. Yeah. So you had this like sharp, sweet funk yak. Mm-hmm incredible burger like i told him just put this on the menu (laughs) people people will come here for this um super good so yeah that's the that's the yak the gist flavor yeah uh helen have you had yak i have not had yak no i've had i've had a lot of um other animals but not yet (laughs) go go on what have you had (laughs) um emu kangaroo Yeah. yeah cool I kind of had crocodile. I don't think that's legal. It must have just been an alligator. <laughs> We're going to edit that out, the legal oh. part. <laughs> sh- She's poaching sure. crocs. She's endangered panda. On the north end of town, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Helen, quit eating endangered animals. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, we've gone over this. <laughs> they are tastier, Matt. They, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's the whole illegal Forbidden part. Forbidden fruit thing, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. So have you right. had yak? Yeah. I've not had yak. No. I want to try it. Yeah. 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 Well, now it I It sounded good. Yeah, it's super. It's... Uh, so again, to help out our listeners and readers, um, you can go to Margaret Smunchies, which is the food truck. What'd you get park. there? Uh, steak sandwich and a burger. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also buy ground yak at Ranch Foods Direct, uh, either of their markets. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you go to McGinty's and divide, you can get a, uh, grass fed beef burger from the ranch. Um, and then there's a few other places we list in the story where you can buy retail. You can also contact the ranch directly mm-hmm. and go up and pre-order and kind of set an appointment and pick up all kinds of steak cuts from yak and beef. And there's a choice between grass finished or grain finished beef. Um, and so, yeah, anything you want that way. Um, prices are pretty competitive. We went down sort of a, a list and Jessica was telling me she likes to price it based off USDA and go below that. Mm. So she tries to really give a value. And this summer coming up, they will be at farmer's markets, and that's also mm. listed in the story. Uh, so you're going to see them around town more often, and people can pick up things there as well. Any idea if they're okay with people checking out the ranch? Are they pretty open to um, 
That's doing what question. you did or anything? I don't think anyone's going to, I'm not, I, I shouldn't speak for them. It's possible if you, if you're really, really polite, maybe you'll get to go feed the animals, but yeah. um, I'm not sure if they're going to do some farm tours coming up. Uh, I think they mm-hmm. should, they mentioned they might want to do some dinners with chefs, that kind of thing, or do their own dinner, a little open house thing. Um, I would just encourage anyone who's interested to go, go make friends, go, go buy some product, check it out and, and um, befriend them and, and see where it goes. But um, I can't answer that question just okay. off the top of my head yet. Uh, what else are you working on right now? In relation to yaks? No, not or, yaks, just in general. Just in what general? What should people know about Matt? Uh, I've been told there's an insider guide coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you probably shouldn't say that on the air. I probably should not say that on the air. Um, you know, I'm just making my usual list of, of new and upcoming places. I Just a few minutes ago, I walked down to Bloom Ultra Lounge, which is about to open right next to Shrunken Head Tiki Bar okay. under Bell Brothers Brewing, little mm-hmm. subterranean thing. It's their soft opening tonight, and... Um, the guys told me it is an ultra lounge. Which I, means? I, you know what? I don't know. It's an ultra lounge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to find out. Oh, ultra lounge. Right. Uh, so whatever that exactly means, yes. we're going to find out. I will say I've got a picture on Instagram on my page. We can we can share it to the 6035 okay. or something. But there's a ton of, of uh, flowers, uh-huh. fake roses. They're not they, – you couldn't put up that many real roses. It would be – Dead by the time you were done. And dead. Uh, Yeah, the whole thing is just flowers and bright and pretty. Um, I don't know yet uh, what it's exactly going to be, but uh, they had a delayed opening like everyone, you know, like two months go by because of like some, you know, something with regional building wanted to see something or sprinklers or whatever it was. Uh, So Bloom's about to open. Um, I was just down the street from there at Dos Dos, the Mm -hmm. expansion off of Dos Santos, Mm. same restaurant group that does white pie Mm -hmm. and Dos Santos and... Some other things. Anyway. Uh, ta- tacos? Is yeah, right? tacos and yeah. burritos, uh, breakfast and lunch and dinner. Um, yeah. I had some really nice things, which I'll be writing up in a couple weeks to tell everyone about. Um, what else is going on? I think that's enough. That's enough. That's <laughs> yeah. a lot. Oh, one more. Yes. Two nights ago, I was out on Powers and Palmer Park for Buzzed Crow Bistro. Okay. And that is opened in the old Slingers location. Also, which used to be Sarge's. Oh, yes. Also, which used to be something before Slingers and <laughs> yeah, something yeah. before that. Uh, so they're hoping to break that revolving door cycle and be the next thing that, that sticks. And it's actually based off the 1994 movie, The Crow. Brandon Lee. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, right. Okay. You were alive for that. I was. I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was old enough to appreciate The Crow. Right. Yeah. So the, uh, interesting little tie-in there. Um, so I, that's dark. actually... That's dark. So, it is dark. Yeah, he, he <laughs> yeah. kind of violent. He died during the film. Uh, the second one, I think. Was it the first one? There was, was the only one, yeah. There was, yeah like they a, did a, there was a sequel, but it may have been a straight to yeah, VHS kind of that, thing. That, oh, did they do a sequel? I think there is okay. a sequel. Yeah, but he, he died, he in, died the in the first one. one. Let's how, does that theme, how does that theme work? He was shot in the first one, but there was a sequel. So, it so it's the, the language is loosely based on. It's they, They've got yeah. a, a mural with it. just turns out the owner loves the movie, the GM loves the movie, they needed a name, and they went with it. And the menu... You know, has a lot of drinks named crow something, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not actually like no roasted crow. There's no roasted crow. There's okay. no yak on the menu either. Um, well, there but, was no yak in the movie, so that wouldn't. That's sense. true. That's yeah. correct. Uh, but that actually, uh, that story's already live on our website, so you can go there and mm-hmm. check that out. I got some pictures up and a little preview about who they are and what they're up to. So um, yeah, that's just what's going on with me. Before we close out, and only because you mentioned this to me before, uh, something about 10 cent beer night last night. Do you want to go into more detail? <laughs> yeah, what's that about? 
I only thought, <laughs> I've always heard people talk about 10 cent Viennite. Oh, it's 10 cent Viennite. And I thought it was just a figure of speech. I but may you found have, the Holy Grail? Of- I thought everybody knew about this. I thought it was another, this Australian doesn't know how America works mm. thing. And I thought I'd discovered it. But it was about a Cleveland baseball game and then playing against the Rangers. And I heard the whole story. About, I'm I'm going to have to send you the story okay, okay. because it was wild. And I was listening to it and I was going, Brian has known this all along and didn't tell me. I didn't. They really did. The Cleveland baseball team yeah. before they were renamed. Right. This is back in the 70s when things were very bad. Um, in Cle- Well, worse in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, decided to have a 10 cent beer night oh. for everybody okay um and the drinking age was 18 back then okay. apparently and things went way more pear-shaped than you would think so i thought i was learning about the genesis of an american phrase so i excitedly told brain about oh. it this morning i was like i learned what 10 cent beer night means where it came from i thought you had gone to a 10 cent i beer didn't night. go to 10 cent and that's <laughs> why i asked if you were feeling okay <laughs> Okay, I thought it was, yeah, that even for really ten cents, I wouldn't drink beer. Yeah, no, you know me better than that. No, no. Yeah, all right, yeah. So I think we should. Uh, we could close out with a with a quiz for you guys. Since you mm-hmm. read the story, mm-hmm. and we included yak facts mm-hmm. at the back of yes. the story, name two to three yak facts you remember right now. Oh. Yaks don't sweat. I'd say that when I'm They're already. not gamey. <laughs> And they live in divide. He's just saying no, things out of the story. No, he's just saying things out of the story. <laughs> Brian failed. Apparently, he did use ChatGPT to do the editing. <laughs> Helen, do you remember any Yak Facts um, from the actual Yak Facts sidebar we did? I know. The actual Yak Facts one is difficult. Um, I got stuck on other things that we researched once we read the Yak Facts. Nick, I'm going to jump in here and just fail. answer the question for them. I'm going to ask and answer the question. So we've got, okay. yeah, okay. We've got okay. things like yak racing in other countries. They race yaks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't do that in Divide that I'm aware of. But Why not? In other, we, should, we should ask Jessica and Bob about that. Okay. We, should, we should get into we yak racing. We have a long racing. list of With questions. riders on their backs. I thought right. they were just yeah. setting them off to race, but there's, I think they there's actually jockeys, have riders. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You yeah. said there was. Right. Yeah. If I said it, it's true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 100%. Um, Another yak fact. So they're pack animals. Mm-hmm. They are used in the Himalayas mm-hmm. for for pack animals. So they're, uh, you know, these are not just ornamental. They do they do work that's important for humans. Mm-hmm. What if you want an ornamental yak though? I believe those are available on Amazon. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Black Friday. Black Friday. <laughs> do, 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 do the Get sale. The okay. Get the six pack. Yeah. Uh, different. You know that since you mention it, uh, in our story you'll see different uh, color of yak those are all the same breed just different colors they have like some white and brown ones some mm-hmm. black ones Blonde, they're, brunette, red yeah yeah, yeah right. there's there, there's one that looks sort of like chewbacca but not really uh but mm-hmm. brown and like really shaggy yeah uh one more yak fact yak milk and butter that's a thing mm-hmm. as a commodity so they'll make like a yak tea that's really nutritious and, and delicious i'm told so um mm-hmm. maybe someone in town wants to procure yak milk and do yak mm-hmm. tea. i don't know okay. separate we, product but yak we it up. definitely yeah. wanted to know after we read your yak facts, if they move, and Helen, we talked about We just this. established that you oh, didn't read the did yak facts, but we, <laughs> did, we, we did. You just forgot. We tucked okay. them away, mm-hmm. and okay, we said, okay. now this is so last things. week, Matt. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember these things three days later. We're journalists. Uh, anyway. We're on this week's cover. But uh, they, they squeak, and they grunt. They do not move. Yeah. And we had okay. to, you didn't know that yak I fact? did not hear any squeaking. I can't say I heard grunting. Mm-hmm. I did not hear any mooing either. It was actually pretty quiet up there. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they just 
they were just checking us out and they come up for the little treat and step back. I didn't really hear any sounds. What did you read about squeaking? I didn't know about the squeaking. We we just went to we went to the Google and we said mm-hmm. what sounds a de- 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 yak hey, Google make a yak sound. Yeah, and, uh, and then we watched several videos. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? But maybe. I, maybe the baby ones squeak, or when they're upset, or if you don't give them I treats. I think they only squeak. But I think on, they mostly grunt. No, I right? think they only squeak on ten cent beer night. <laughs> okay, everybody's gonna have to be quiet uh, as soon as this Liberty Mutual ad is over, so we can. Oh, is there a squeaking video you're pulling up? Yep. So we can. Excellent. While you're bringing up the squeaking X, you said that they like one of them leapt back a um, bit, and it's like that's a muscular cow. Well, so Ooh. they are. They're a little skittish. They're they're cautious of you. Um, so I think. I noticed when we were feeding them, um, they would usually step forward, take the little bite, and then just sort of step back. But if you do any kind of raising up, that sort of makes your arms kind of like horns to them, and it's sort of an aggressive maneuver. And I, I don't remember which one of us might have just made a move, Jessica or I, but like I did watch one sort of really jump back quick, and they're fast. Um, they can run like twenty-five or thirty-five miles an hour, just as fast as grizzly or anything. Um, they can run that fast. Like I, I read twenty-five miles per hour. Jessica said that they personally clocked them at 35 with their little side-by-sides like driving alongside them or whatever um and even this this i do know i don't i can't remember the gestation period but i do know that right after they're born they can run like 25 miles per hour within 15 minutes okay which is incredible like they're that's we can't do that we can't do anything after we're born except poop ourselves um, mostly poop right exactly (laughs) so they're very uh they're very agile for their size they just really don't look agile either maybe it's their jackets but it's their emo haircuts yes it is emo haircut now so Nick's question, Nick really wanted to keep saying yak attack. Yeah. And I told yeah. him, I did see there was a t-shirt available in their little retail store that says um, yak attack. And then on the back, it says, uh, never turn your yak, never turn your back on a yak. Yep. It's a lot of rhyme scheme. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I didn't notice that the animals were that like deadly or dangerous. Right. I'm sure kind of like with horses, around. if you're really dumb and you go up behind them and spook them, they can kick you and that's bad. Or in this case, they can gore you with their horns. That mm-hmm. would also be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they're happy animals uh, cared for like these are and they're used to the ranchers and people around them, they looked very calm, very chill, very docile. Um, now, not as calm and docile as Pumpkin, the pumpkin cow the who cow. wanted to be pet, but mm-hmm. – um, but no, they they were really. I imagine that's why they're good pack animals too, because they they seem like something that were calm enough to lead and walk next to and not get gored accidentally. Well, before we sign off, let's listen to a yak. Uh, it sounds like wind. That's it's wind. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll bump it up just a little here. Let's get a mood mood going here with the yeah. wind. It's very windy and divine. Oh. It's, it's, it's pretty piggy. Sounded like a bullfrog. <laughs> is that Helen or is that the yak? I can't tell. <laughs> I think okay. that's, 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 that's Helen. Oh, that's Helen. <laughs> I'm really good at being practicing. I don't sense an Australian accent, but uh, there's a yak squeak okay. for you, and I think we'll end it that's there. That's probably the best show you've ever yeah. done. <laughs> yak sounds included. <laughs> We're going to have to sign off. We're done here. This is going to be hard to beat this show, guys. (laughs) It will. Well, thank you, Matt and Helen, for joining me today in the studio. Don't forget to pick up this week's issue of 6035 News Magazine, available on newsstands and in mailboxes around the city. Check out our website at 6035media.org. If you have anything you'd like to share regarding our podcast, questions or comments, 
go to podcasts at 6035media.org. 6035 Podcasts are listener-supported. If you want us to keep doing this, please join others in the community who value our bold, independent, truth-seeking journalism. Become a member. Visit 6035membership.org. That's S-I-X-T-Y, the number 35, membership.org. This show is directed by Nick Raven, produced by Nick Raven and Dave Gardner, music by Jeremiah Walter, our digital media specialist is Sean Cassidy, art director is Dustin Glatz, interim co-publishers are Ariana Platten and Ralph Routen, and I'm Brian Grossman, executive editor. We'll see you next time on The 6035. The 6035.